<laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, back to the Pick 199 podcast, episode number 33. I'm here with Coxie. G'day, boys. How are we? Uh, Muzzy. I'm back. Snakeo. <laughs> What's up, everyone? And today we've got a special guest that isn't Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've, So we've got cycling head coach for Thailand, Adam Carey. Adam, how are you? Not too bad, thanks. How are you going? Not too bad, not too bad. So we might get stuck right into it, Adam. Uh, so yep. first off, I'd like to know your how your passion for BMX and cycling started. Um, well, basically, I was about nine years old and I saw motorbike racing. And I was like, that's a pretty cool sport. But I was way too scared to ride a motorbike. So BMX was the one for me. Uh, and then basically, it's just like anything. You kind of get involved at a, you know, at a local level, then go to state level, then national level, then international level. And then, you know, I've been riding a kid's bike now for 26 years. Yeah, wow. Yeah, nice. that's, a, that's a long time yeah. to be doing it. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And with the, that, that's the sort of different avenue in terms of, like, if you think of sports in Australia, like, BMX isn't quite as big as, like, sports like NRL and cricket. No, so, um, no, no, definitely not. Yeah, no. And uh, it's pretty cool to, to know someone that's going into, like, being a head coach for, for a national team, which mm. is pretty awesome. Yeah, look, I mean, BMX isn't like huge. It's not a massive sport in Australia, but cycling as a whole is is pretty popular in Australia. Like, I mean, there's been the new merge for Oz Cycling, which has got you know like fifty five thousand members involved in it now. Um, and I think the the thing is, like, BMX has been kind of a was a standalone sport, and we kind of come back under the cycling umbrella. Um, yeah. But it's such it's such a popular sport in in terms of success for Australia. Um, you know, you've got so many names in in cycling that have come from BMX. Um, you know, and then well, you know, especially guys like you know that went into the Tour de France's like you know Egan and a few other guys yeah. there. And you know, um, you've just got uh, yeah. I think it's just really interesting that uh, while BMX isn't huge, it's a it's a sport that's kind of um, had a lot of success. Yeah. Um, yeah. And leading into that, like leading into your sort of career, like how did you decide like whether or not you wanted to follow it professionally or or head into the coaching side of things? Yeah, look, I think um, for me, like I was uh, I was good. I was like a, I was a professional rider, and I was until last year, um, but uh, I wasn't one of the best ones. Like I wasn't going to go to the state United States, which yeah. is where you made all the money when I was like coming up and going through. Um, so I wasn't going to go to the United States. So I thought, well, I need to have an avenue that uh, will provide some financial security. And I was already doing a sports science degree and coaching kids as I was going through um, and racing as well. So it just kind of naturally evolved into that process where I developed, you know, a, a lot of coaching structures and coaching business um, yeah. within the sport. So then, you know, kind of, by the time 2016 came around, pretty much I was either coaching athletes, working with athletes, or coaching BMX specifically um, as my, my full-time gig. Oh, very good. Uh, yeah. And so that, that coaching role then developed into this role with the Thailand national team. Um, how, yeah. how did that come about? 
Um, well, it's kind of a funny story, actually. I was um, like, I had my my business in Australia, which is twenty inch training, um, and I was coaching a fair few guys, um, kind of in Australia and around the world at that time. And I went to this uh, race event in China, and um, the the cycling coach who is now the assistant coach for me and the team manager for the Thai BMX team. Um, I actually grew up racing with him in Melbourne, in Victoria, and um, he decided he was going to become a BMX rider for Thailand. Um, he moved to Australia to get a better training environment. Um, his parents supported him when he came over, and so by the time I was like, I saw him in China, I was a bit shocked to see him. And anyway, he had one athlete there that I helped out a little bit, just talking about you know some mental cues and stuff like that for the event. And uh, he ended up doing the the best that a Thailand rider's ever done in a in a race overseas. And so then, uh, about maybe a month and a half later, I got this email in my my uh, my inbox, and it was like, "Hey, just wondering if you'd be interested in working with uh, the Thailand National Cycling Program." And so I went over there in February 2019 for for a bit of a like a an interview and a suss out of how the program worked and. Then I tend to deal with those guys on like in in March that year, and then it was kind of like full full gas for the Olympic preparation and and trying to get into Tokyo. That's a, that's a crazy sort mm. of like coincidence to happen, and just pretty, the dominoes pretty, fall. Yeah, just to make it, make fell it work. into the right yeah. place at the right time. Which yeah, is, which is yeah pretty handy. much. Yeah, and like you know, like it was it was just one of those things. Like this most like it was this crazy money race in China like the amount of money that you're riding for was insane um, and um, and I just randomly saw saw boss we call him boss so I just randomly saw boss there and and uh, and I was like yeah just the, the snowball effect and then all of a sudden you know it's like you tr- like 2019 was just hectic mm. Mm. But, yeah and then like leading into 2020 you had COVID and I believe you were over there sort of was it during COVID that the lockdowns that you were stuck over there? Yeah, so so basically like um we had we were looking pretty good for some qualification spots for the Olympics. Um and then that was leading into the twenty twenty races and they got we got the team here for the Bathurst um supercross round that happened here. Yeah. Um so we had that and then I actually went back Thailand with the team and then COVID just kind of blew up and I got back to Australia the first time um, but yeah the the way they do the working contracts is every September there needs to be a renewal and so um, my contract was coming up for renewal in September uh, COVID was looking pretty tame in Thailand and in Australia at that time so I made like I managed to book flights there and back mm. um, and so I went over to Thailand did the quarantine there, got started a training camp with the guys. Um, we were getting prepared for the next few events. And then um, all of a sudden COVID hit Melbourne, <laughs> like really yeah. bad. And uh, and I just couldn't get back to Australia. And uh, so I ended up stuck over there for four months. And I got back in like late January, I got back into Australia this year. So I missed like oh. Christmas and everything. And yeah. And so, yeah, so I got back and then I've just, like, Thailand blew up with COVID, like 8,000 cases a day kind of thing. And, oh, wow. um, yeah, so they've, they've just been, like, 
inundated with struggles, like all their gyms and stuff have closed down, their athlete training facilities and training camps have closed down. Mm. Um, and so all of a sudden, like, we had some decent points for the Olympics and they just started disappearing because all these other countries, like in Europe and stuff, were on top of it yeah. and running events and, and the Thailand team just couldn't leave the, the country, you know what mm. I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a it was a real it's been a real stressful process. Mm. So, Adam, what's your your aim for Thailand at the Olympics? Um, well, basically, the whole process. I'll, I'll be honest with you, but if uh, the Thailand nation get an Olympic qualification spot, it's a huge deal for them, and it's also a huge budget increase. Um, so, they had no chance of qualifying before I started there, really. Um, and then boss and boss, uh, boss dumb myself. So the team manager, um, mechanic and myself just made a really good team. We ended up having a really good training camp. We did like four months through the United States, Southern America competing and the, the team just improved out of sight. Um, and then all of a sudden the Olympics became a really valid, you know, like tangible goal. Um, and so it just kind of manifested into this point where we got a rider to participate. Now, um, so we call her Sky. Her name's Chudakan Kitwanit Satyan. She'll be going to the Olympics and representing Thailand for BMX. Um, but realistically, she's just going there to get experience for this first one. And then I think, you know, obviously she'd probably be looking to go to Paris to, to properly compete and try and get into the top, I'm going to say, 16 riders in the world. That's awesome. Um, it's a tremendous awesome. effort. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's just about what you can do. Like I suppose, you know, everyone thinks about just an athlete winning the gold medal, but when you're a, when you're the coach, you've got to think about it, all the other aspects that go through. Um, like, you know, a, a, a real Olympic or a real program takes at least eight to 12 years to get through. Um, so you're talking about, you know, if you get a rider at 20, well, by the time they're 28, 20, mm. you know, kind of thing, that's when, you're, yeah. Yeah, that's when you're going to get them to perform really well. Mm. Um, but if you if you can get riders at, uh, say, 14 or 15 um, and start working them through to that that successful model, that, that, that development model that you're looking mm. for, then you're going to get a lot more out of them in, in terms of that. And so, you know, getting an Olympian in your program is the first step. And so, like, Thai Cycling, for example, has had – it's the first time in their history they've had two athletes qualify for the Olympics that are actually national program. Mm. And so what I mean by national program is typically um, you get the guys that compete for Thailand that are half and half, you know, maybe half American, half Thai, yeah, half right. you know, Dutch, half mm. Thai. Um, and that's, that's quite common, especially like in Thailand rugby team. Um, like the Thai rugby team, half of them are all Islanders or – you know, something along those lines that you sit there and go that because the Thai people are built so small um, mm. in stature, you know, like they're, they're 70 kilos, um, maybe five foot five to five foot eight. And so it's really interesting to see how their programs are built. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of those things that I guess you kind of pick up along the way. Like I've been there for three years now. And so, you know, things are starting to tick along quite nicely, but. Yeah, the Olympics is just about going there. This this Olympics has just been about going there competing. Um, and then, you know, obviously there's other events that, you know, we want Thailand to 
do quite well at to be successful in order to gain the next Olympic qualification as well for not just for girls mm. but for males as for well. Males, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this is Yeah. With thinking more locally, um, off yep. the international stage, Bathurst, like you're based in Bathurst, with the council having our BMX facilities that we've got here, what does that mean for you as a business owner and someone that coaches and, and trains up there well, quite regularly? Yeah, look, honestly, as a training facility, like, it's just amazing. Bathurst as a cycling hub is just phenomenal. Like, it's just a, a great area to, to train at. I mean, the winters suck. Um, <laughs> like, yes, they um, do. <laughs> yeah, like, the, win- the winters are just, like, hard to get through. Um, but, you know, overall, Bathurst is a phenomenal, phenomenal area. Like, you've got access to everything that you need. Sydney's only two hours away. Um and so, like, Bathurst is just, for me as an athlete, like, you know, when they built that track up there, it was just it was just something that allowed me to get ready for overseas racing almost immediately. Um, and so it, that's good. But, you know, like, uh, for my business, I work with the, the Bathurst um, BMX club pretty closely. Um, like, so it, it's not so much as it's, like, how much money I can make out of the club. It's more about how many members we can get into the club yep. and how how well it can run. Um, because, like, with anything, um, you know, like with any club-based thing, you need participants, you need members. Um, so, I mean, that's where, like, I've been offering my coaching services there um, quite, like, obviously quite cheaply just to try and keep riders interested and in moving through because, you know, Bathurst is primarily a footy area. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the culture here, the culture is embedded here. So, you know, like to, to come in with other, like other aspects of different and unusual cycling, BMX is a very difficult sport to get, um, to get good at, I would say. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people think it's easier than what it is. Um, and so, you know, that kind of stuff to be really successful at, at BMX, it takes a lot of dedication and hard work. Um, and I think that kind of that can kind of off put people. So then you know having a culture where it's like, hey, there's a regular coaching, regular events happening at that club, that keeps it up and interesting. No, Hope that yeah. answered that question. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. And like yeah. you can see, I, I I feel like you can feel Bathurst changing in terms of where its attention lies. I I think cycling is definitely becoming something more mainstream in Bathurst mm. well, I mean, than, got, than it was 10 years ago. Yeah, you've also got, like, you know, Mark Renshaw in there. He's got yeah. this, you know, cycling shop. What is it, the yeah. pedal, pedal yeah. project? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Renshaw's pedal project, yeah. yeah. And that, that, is a fen- that is a phenomenal, like, community network there. Like, he's doing community rides. Like, the stuff yeah. that he's doing out of there is, is really, really good. Um, and then on top of that, like, you, yeah, as you said, in the last 10 years, Bathurst has produced some amazing cyclists. Um, and I think that's just primarily because of the area and then the services that they provide here, like RAS do a great job, um, yeah. you know, and, and so you're talking about some programs that are set up that, that are just, just designed to make good athletes. Mm. Yeah. Adam, you um, you briefly spoke about how the it's really tough to get into BMX and obviously it's a really tough sport to get good at. Um, yep. Do you think? Do you see a lot of it affecting, um, not necessarily the younger athletes, but as the athletes progress through, do they lose 
a little bit of motivation as they notice that it's a bit tougher to make money in that sort of sport. I know, like, we, oh, you know, yeah, there's, yeah. there's money in all sports, but we, you know, a lot of people focus on the sports that make a heap of money. And we know mm-hmm. that BMX is not huge on money, but it's, I think it's still, we have to respect it for the craft that it is. And rather than taking that away, do you see it affecting a lot of your younger athletes? Yeah, look, uh, especially, I ho- like, I ho- I'm very hopeful for things to, to, to improve with Oz Cycling, that big Oz Cycling merger. You know, like all the cycling disciplines have kind of come under one umbrella in the last 12 months. And so I'm really hopeful for that um, because previously, you know, there was only six funded athletes in, in Australia for BMX, and that was through the Australian Institute of Sport. So when you're talking about funded athletes, those guys live off of like basically an athlete scholarship wage. Um, and so when you're talking about those, those kind of avenues, like for example, when I went to Thailand, I had 14 athletes who were basically on the same deal as what the AAS guys have. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it was, comp- it was scalable because, you know, like in Thailand you can live off maybe $300 a month kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it was scalable, but it, it was it was still the kind of same rule, like you know. And so, it is ridiculously tough uh, for a BMX rider to to just think about the money aspect. Like, if you're thinking about being a BMX athlete just for the money, you're going to be very, very poor um, <laughs> for a long, long time. And yeah. uh, you know, and there's a lot of injuries that are associated with the sport as well, just purely for the nature and the speed as of the you sport. Know, personally, you know that firsthand. Yeah, yeah. So I like that was the thing. Like I had a, a really bad accident where I nearly died, and so that kind of put a halt to my to my professional career for at uh, last year. So yeah, you just you have those moments where you know you kind of get those reality checks. And BMX is is certainly one of those sports where you've got to be really, really specific and on it. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of people kind of get surprised when they actually go and see the sport up close and what it's all about, mm. for sure. Well, some of those races don't last very, like, yeah. it's like between yeah, like yeah. 10 and 30 seconds, is it not? Yeah, so it's like a, typically about 35 to 45 seconds, I'm going to say. Um, and so, you know, you're, you're moving at like 70k an hour, up to 70k an hour down the first straight. Um, and so you you have to be very strong and explosive. Like I'd go to say that there'd be there'd be very few rugby players that could squat more weight for weight than a BMX athlete, like an elite BMX athlete. Um, you know, and people say, oh, like there's just these aspects to a BMX athlete that have they have to be so intensely strong, mm. so intensely fast, and then have insane motor reaction skills. Um, I think, yeah, just it's, it's just one of those sports to me that is vastly under-considered when you think about how difficult it is. Mm. Um, but in saying that, you know, it's, it's um, yeah, and then the financial reward as well can be can be very difficult. Um, but, you know, there, there are a lot of guys that make BMX their, their, their full-time gig um, and, you know, they make a pretty good living out of it. But typically those guys are in the national programs, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, just sort of, uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Like we, we've got five new sports coming into the Olympics coming yep. up. So we've got skateboarding, rock climbing, surfing sort of coming into the Olympics. Do you think that those sort of sports are now going to open up more sort of promotion, sponsorship sort of things and like 
possibly like a yeah. pri- privatised sort of like X Games sort of thing like we saw 20 years ago? Yeah, look, I, I think I think there's a lot of a, a lot of people bring this up, and I don't think a lot of people are fully aware of some of the restrictions that are in place on you once you're an Olympic program. Like, um, for example, BMX made a lot more money. Like BMX has made a lot more money before the Olympics got involved. Um, and so, while the Olympics has brought a really uh, professional element to our sport, it's also killed a lot of the money opportunities because there's so much. Um, restriction and limitation on who can sponsor an event and how this, that event can go. Oh, but wow. yeah. in say, yeah, but in saying that, there's also this inclusion of, of new new to light sports, if you will. So you yeah. like you know skateboarding, freestyle BMX, all these other sports are starting to um, be um, trialed in the Olympics because typically you get a trial before you get a renewal or something along those lines. Um, so you're, you're talking about these team, these sports having a three Olympic bout before they get reconsidered. Yeah. Um, so you know those sports coming in, I think they're going to do a really good job of displaying some of the aspects that when BMX was introduced, it was mm. overlooked a little bit. Like BMX came in and it was the second most viewed sport at Beijing, you know, from Beijing and London. Oh wow! Like so it was. It was because it was just so popular in terms of it's, it's an extreme so sport different and it's new. Sort of thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so because it's new, because it's extreme, because it's, you know, fast, it got a lot of a lot of views. Um, and so I think realistically, the more that this kind of happens and the more um, the more that we kind of get a broader representation at the Olympics, uh, I think it's the better thing than, you know, especially for for those sports uh, in the long run. It's just about managing how those funds get negated, I guess. Yeah, look, I, I, I definitely think that that speaks more volumes about the Olympics than anything else. I think we've, the, with the Olympics, we spoke about on the podcast, Adam, a couple of episodes ago, Jake spoke about um, moving away from particular sports that probably shouldn't be in the Olympics. Like we looked at, we spoke about the, the tennis the, and tennis, golf and golf, the, the soccer. Um, the soccer, none of the soccer players care about it. They don't like half half the teams are, uh, are sort of mixed in together. And, Under twenty one, yeah, sports, it's just yeah. I, think, yeah. I think it's it's a waste. It's a waste of everyone's time. And it, the fact that like sports like BMX, and I'm sure that there was a lot more other sports that were highly viewed that we probably wouldn't thought of mm. within that top yeah. ten for the for those Olympic games. Probably need to be brought into light through the Olympics. I think sports like squash and yeah, and that yep. have always been on the cusp. Yep. Mm. Yeah, look, I, I, I 100% agree. And I think what you, like, I think it's just a, a slow process. Like when you think about how many national Olympic committees have involvement and have a say into the Olympic committee about sports that are included and sports that are excluded, I mean, the process would be just absolutely mind-boggling for those representatives. Yeah. Like, you know, to, to get sports kicked out and to introduce new sports. Like, I know BMX was campaigned for the Olympics for six years before they let it, like it was announced in 2006 that they said, yep, BMX is going to be in the Olympics. And so it took six years of campaigning from from all the lob, like all the the associations that wanted it there. Um, You know, and then even then you've still got, like it, 
the Olympics doesn't necessarily mean that it'll go into other games too. It's like BMX is in the Olympics, but it's not in the Commonwealth Games, for example. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's in, but then it's involved in the Southeast Asia Games, um, you know, and also in the Youth Olympics, you know. So it just depends on depends on a number of factors, I guess. And I, I think realistically, what we kind of realise is that there's while the Olympics is the pinnacle for a lot of sports and a goal for a lot of athletes, um, there's other avenues, other sports and other, I mean, big goals and big ticket items that are outside of those those rings. Oh, definitely, mm. definitely. A lot more opportunities, I think, through those. And I'm just quickly on, you would have competed against a few of the Aussies that are going to the Olympics, even though you, you would have coached against them as well. What do you reckon Australia's chances are for medals at the Olympics? Um, so, I yeah, so like growing up, uh, I'm a little bit older than some of those guys, but Anthony Dean's around the same age as me, a year or two younger. Um, and De- Anthony Dean is going for Australia. There was a little bit of a debacle around his selection um, because a lot of people with COVID, COVID has kind of put a halt on how the points were contended for a lot of Olympic qualification. So I don't know if you boys know, but like uh, there was 480 sport, uh, 80 qualification sports from Australia for for the Olympics. So 480 people had qualified for the Olympics, yeah. and in the end, 472 are going. Is that? I'm pretty sure that's the number. Um, where and so with COVID, like Australia, the Australian Institute of Sport just said, "Oh well, we can't send athletes overseas." They did with some with like um, extenuating like circumstances. I know the Australian freestyle BMX team went overseas to France for to compete to secure some Olympic spots. Yeah. Um, but it just became like this absolute kind of claw fest for anything Olympic points-wise. And so Australia only ended up getting, in BMX, mind you, going into Rio, Australia was number one for Olympic selection. They had Sam Willoughby, Anthony Dean, uh, Bodie Turner go, and then in the females they had Carolyn Buchanan and um, Lauren Reynolds go. This go around, they've only got one female and two, uh, sorry, two females and one male. So it's the it's the lowest amount of qualification spots that Australia's ever had. Um, but I would go to say Anthony Dean is looking extremely fast. He's been training in Australia pretty much since COVID has happened. Um, and he had the highest, he had the second highest um, amount of points going into the Olympics. The, the person who had the highest was Kaisa Kakabara. He had a, a really bad crash here in Bathurst, um, and he nearly lost his life. Um, he was in a coma for like three months. Mm. Um, yeah, so he's, he's just like, he's just starting to. Um, go through all the rehabilitation process now, like, you know, it's 15 months later. Mm. Um, so he's, he's just gotten uh, able to go home, which is fantastic news. Um, but obviously that put him out for the Olympics. So then Dean was selected and then you got Sayasa Kakibara, that's Kai's sister. And she yeah. has been like, she's been training phenomenally well. Um, and I would probably put her in for a medal, like a yeah, bronze. Right. Yeah. Bronze or silver, um, and then yeah, um, Sam Willoughby's wife, Elise Willoughby, she's um, she's looking really good for the gold, I'd say. Yeah. Yep. So do you think? Yeah. Do you think Sam's gonna sort of finish top three? Do you think? Um, I mean, well, no. In Rio, so, he sort of finished, finished. sixth. 
So Sam ended up having a really bad crash, and he was in a he was in a wheelchair. Yeah, so oh, he tra- he trains Elise and Anthony Dean, um, and so Dino is from Adelaide, um, same hometown, same age group as those guys. They grew up racing each other. Um, so yeah, Sam's going no doubt going to Tokyo as the, the coach for Dino and, and Elise. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be interesting. Like, honestly, because of COVID, I reckon any kind of assumptions about who's favourite and that kind of stuff is just like, it's all on the cards, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to be a surprise every batch. Throwing so, a few wild cards out there. 100%. Like, one of the guys who dominated, I think he won the most amount of World Cups in a in a year was uh, Nick Kinman. He's Dutch. He's like six foot four, absolute machine. Um, and... This year, I don't think he. I think his best result has been a third, but he has just has been so on and off. Yeah. So, like, you know, like going. If you had have gone off 2019 and into 2020, like you would have put him as a favourite. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's just like it's just so much up in the air about everything. You kind of you go, wow. Well, yeah, and, and you'd know like how hard it is to train like within isolation too. Like some places that have more opportunities than others, like. For like even for Australia, like we would have had a better chance than some of the, your your Thai team. Yeah, that that's been the biggest issue that I've had with dealing with any of the Olympic Committee issue, like issues kind of thing. Like mm. there's there's just no like the not that there's no, but like the the considerations for the difficulties of travel for different countries. Like obviously Thailand has been. Thailand was pretty good with COVID, but lately they've been, like the last three months, COVID has been like, I think it's that Delta strand or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so they've been really hit hard. So all the national uh, like camps and all that kind of stuff have been closed. All gyms, all schools, all businesses are closed pretty much. Um, so, you know, you've got no opportunity to train, n- no opportunity to access facilities. And then you're, you're like, it's like, all right, we're just about to throw you on a plane to go to the Olympics. Yeah. Whereas, like, you know, like in here in Australia, like except for Sydney, you know, we're yeah. we're, we're we're sitting pretty. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Excellent. Um, that's all I've got. Yeah, no. Yeah. I th- thanks for your time, Thank Adam. You so yeah. much, Adam. No, no worries. Too easy. Happy to chat. Yeah. Uh, so, for, for our listeners, where can people find you and your business? Um, so, like, I'm on uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and uh, my training pages on Facebook is 20 Inch Training. Um, basically, uh, you can search for me on there, and like, yeah, as I said, like, I put up some training training information every now and then. Like, um, yeah, pretty much like out of Bathurst at the moment because I'm 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 working from here. Um, I'm doing some regular training stuff out there, and yeah. Pretty much just doing my thing from home. <laughs> the, the, the lovely situation of COVID. Yeah. Don't we love it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, th- thank you very much for your time, Adam. Uh, all no the best for the Olympics guys. and mm. we'll, we'll catch up Yeah, soon. well, I'll, 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 be, uh, I'll be sitting here in Australia just cheering for my guys. So that's how it'll go. Good stuff. We'll be cheering yeah. for him too, mate. Yeah. Adam, no, Kerry, thanks, guys. Adam Kerry with 20-inch training and the cycling head coach, for Thailand. Thanks again, Adam. Thank you. Gentlemen, that was pretty interesting. Something it was different. Great. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. so good. Awesome. 
friend at the pub. We've got a friend everywhere. Yeah, we've <laughs> finally got we, that special yeah, guest. Yeah, we've got a special guest. We've finally got a friend. It's not Dave this week. Yeah, yeah. Cracker Jack. It's Cracker Jack. Oh, very good. Well, now that we've talked BMX for for a half hour, let's get in, let's get into uh, the other sport that's happened over the weekend. Uh, so we'll jump into the NRL. What do you reckon? Oh, uh, do we have to? Uh, well, uh, there's a couple well, of people well, there. Well, there's, well, there's, 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 good, there's one person that wants to talk no, about the NRL. After today, not even this person wants to talk about <laughs> <that>. <laughs> There's no way Corey wants to talk about the football. Can we talk about that first before Let's we start? Talk about that. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Some, if someone wants to bring it up to me, I'll... I'll All right. Corey explain. Ross. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the Dragons being fined a total of $305,000... And having, what is what it, 13? It? 13, I think. 13, 13 players, players yeah. suspended? Yeah. For at least a game. They're going to yeah. spread that over two weeks, mm. two to four weeks, because otherwise you just can't feel a team. So yep. what are your thoughts there? Well, I'm going to be completely honest. I have no problem with it whatsoever. The NRL brought in these standards because of that, and now now they, they are bringing the game into disrepute, which is going to make it harder for the, for the comp to continue. Because... Things like this are things that, like Peter Verlandes and Andrew Abdo, have to have to speak with governments about to get games played. Well, they're currently trying to work on an exemption for Melbourne players for Origin, so they're pleading with state governments, and then this happens. Mm. So it's not a great look. Yeah, look, mm. I have no problem whatsoever with them being fined. I just think it was incredibly selfish of them when they know, and the club would have directed them not to do that. So. Yeah. Well, the fact is they tried to hide it from the club mm. and then they yeah. lied to the integrity unit. Mm. That's the dumbest thing. Well, and this is, and it's a completely different situation from when some of the Bulldogs players were pulled they got, out as well. They got undone yeah. the other time. That was yeah. because the club hadn't directed them properly. Yeah. 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 Mm. And that, that was at a time where... And that's also why they only got $1,000 fines. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like... So it was also, know, like, it was a bit earlier on, sort 100%. of... 100%. But this is the thing, though, thing. too. Yeah. Like, the <clears> players for the Dragons were fined $1,000 by the police. Yep. Yeah, but then the NRL and the club have have put, have put their, their yeah, own sanctions on top of that. Yeah. yeah. So I got a few fines here. So Corey Norman's fined fifty k. That's not enough for that idiot. Is that, is that uh, he should be Paul, giving that money back to the bloody club? <laughs> Paul Vaughan fifty k as well. He's been robbing them for years. So mm. he Jack Bellin forty two. So they're the three highest ones, mm. and then it sort of trickles down. Uh, Corey Norman. Sorry, I'll, we'll go back to that. No, you're right. You go. Corey Norman. In one of the dumbest acts by a footballer, and that's saying something coming from Corey Norman, <laughs> leaves the party, runs yeah. away from the party because he knew his shit was about to go down, leaves his wallet behind, <laughs> and then lies to the integrity unit. Mate, I'm kicked, sorry, the guy's too dumb to breathe. They shouldn't the have him field in. goal. What are you talking about? Yeah. He's been kicking goals all week, <laughs> that muppet. I, I, yeah, I, don't, I just I just can't believe that they thought they weren't going to get oh, caught. It's like no. it's like a kid, and you come in there, they got their hand in the jar. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. I, I wasn't eating yeah. any. I was just I was just there. One of the yeah. players, yeah. it was one of the players that called the club after oh, the cops arrived and went, "Just so you know, <sighs> this has happened." <laughs> and that's how the club and the NRL found out about it before it got any too bad. One of the players actually said, "Oh, this is not good." Yeah. And yep. they've um, so, called through. So, Roscoe, how, how much does this affect the Dragons' finals run? 
<laughs> I was, well, to be honest, I had them nearly getting the wooden spoon this year, so they're, yeah. they're still exceeding They're in the top eight. But that's the thing. They, like, won't, they won't be there for long, though. That game on the weekend, Bart, that was a huge win mm. for their season. Yeah. But like that win there, I had them finishing top eight because they won on the weekend. Mm. Now, nah, line mm. thrown. Yeah, well, you think they did all that hard work against mm. the Warriors too. Yeah. And then they go and just... Completely nullify what they did on mm. the field. They're basically forfeiting what the next probably two games, at least. Yeah, like oh, it's easy, just easy. what, like, say so you went and, and celebrated that win in order to forfeit the next the next mm. two games. Mm. Like it's so just it, it makes zero be, sense. It'd be interesting Foolish, though, yeah. too, like because we have the buy next week. So whether or not it's a carryover effect to the following week. Yeah. In which we play the Seagulls, which have well, it, will, it, ha, ha, it has to be. They can't, yeah. they they can't beat them from a game that they're not that. So yeah, they're not that. Yeah, it's it's well, it's got to be a carryover show. Yeah. So, and the Seagulls, that's yeah. a big game. Yeah, mm, because huge. the Seagulls are on, on such good form. Yeah, and the Dragons were starting to hit a little bit of form. Oh, sitting straps, and even then the week after they've got the Titans too, who who you don't know yeah. which team's going to turn up. And the way yeah. they played on the weekend, I would not be surprised if so, we get a touch up. Yeah, and poor Vaughn's been he's been for eight games. Yeah, because he's so. caught before, like two weeks before this or something. Yeah. Like so. going out for yeah. coffee again. Originally. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, like, like yeah, he got yeah, yeah, didn't he get well. caught again, though? He got caught like, again before recently, the party, yeah. 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 But he yeah. got done in, like, the original yeah. Yeah. when the NRL But that's what I mean, like, last year. Yeah. for someone who's supposed to be a leader of the team, <laughs> like, it's, it's just, I shake, I scratch my head, like, I just don't know how. Like, he, yeah, <laughs> I have no words on Pretty disappointed to be honest. Up the dragons. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll my, get it. my brother sledged me all weekend. Huge dragons fan that he is. Yep. He was off him until last weekend when they won. So <laughs> he sledged me all weekend after the Chooks got beat, and now I can't call him. The yeah. phones, the phones he's off. And he's not yeah. answering. <laughs> can't find him anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> missing. Yeah. Yeah. We're better put a missing person. Yeah. Yeah. Don't blame him at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, very embarrassing for the club and for the NRL too, which is yeah. just poor. Oh, it's poor just, form. yeah, look, I think, I mean, it's for every sport. We always talk about mm. privileged athletes and, like, mm. it's just, that's 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 all it comes down to, like, people that just, well, they don't not, have that. They're not hard rules to follow. No, no, no. No, that's it, yeah. No, the no. rules are there for a reason, look, so they if, can keep if, getting paid. If the, the most recognisable name in sport, as LeBron James, mm. can... Stay out of any trouble. Mm. I can't understand why any other athlete can't. Yeah. He's yeah. in trouble this the weekend. Most, yeah, well, Space Jam comes out. That's going to tank. The shittest sports I'm movie tr- in history. Tr- trouble with the law and police and <laughs> the rest of it. But <laughs> just like it's it's simple. He's the most recognizable athlete. Yeah. The most well known. Has his own brand. Has all that own stuff. Mm. Everybody wants. Like cannot go anywhere mm. without people approaching him. And he's able to keep his nose clean. Yeah, I and mean, and Messi, and Messi and all they well. do is bag yeah, him. Messi, and Messi, Messi, Ronaldo. I mean, I mean Messi yeah. just sometimes misses his tax return. Yeah. But they yeah. don't like yeah. to pay their taxes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. apart yeah. from that, they're yeah. perfect yeah. people. Yeah. Come on. I mean, but Messi, Messi and Ronaldo, exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. Most recognisable people in Europe. Tom Brady. You'll ever find. I don't yeah. think Tom Brady's got anything. Yeah. Well, pulling it back to the hour now that we've talked about all the superstar international anyway, athletes. We'll yeah. run through Move on to the next game, Friday night. Well, no, we'll start Panthers with Panthers-Eels. Well, how about we just get the pain over and done with, mate? All right, let's oh, go. Pull it off. Thursday, gotta, Thursday night. We've got a half hour to talk about the Roosters here. Look, do I Roosters, just, do we, did we switch off our microphones now, Roscoe? Yeah, 46 <laughs> nil to the, to the Storm. Yeah, look, um, that first try... Bullshit. <laughs> the second try... Bullshit. The third try... Bullshit. 
All the tries. <laughs> Bullshit, all of them. They were against oh. us from the, from the kickoff. They were yeah. against oh. us. I just want to say, you know, like just a couple, those first two or three tries, that's all I saw because I turned it off. Oh, um, I watched every minute. Like yeah, he's on COD. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> had to, had he, to jump he on his, and He left his parents' house. <laughs> yeah, I went to the folks' house to watch it. But um, that first one, four pedestrians just against the against the run of play, you know, yeah. they're kicking it on the what the first first tackle they had or second. They tackle. They had a seven tackle set and they kicked. They it on just the kicked second. straight away. And oh, Teddy, when Munster put it in behind. That old card, just yeah, beat everyone okay, with yeah. And he had, he had all the time in the world to pick that ball up and just flop over the line. Yeah. Um, Look, the thing is for me, and like. It's been coming. This, like, it, honest to God, it has been coming. I was, I was you can't take the out the best. He is the best offensive winger in the history of the NRL. In Brett Morris, Brett Morris mm. yeah. you take him out. Yep. You take the Australian captain out. Mm. You take our captain out, and who defends in the middle? Yep. Mm. Like those three retired. Mm. Okay. Then you take away Lindsay Collins, who's yep. probably the best the prop enforcer. Queensland had last mm. year. Yep. You take Victor Radley, who's arguably the Gold best defensive Gold. back rower in the NRL. Yep. But you take, I can keep going, but you take these <laughs> players that defensively, it's going to shut down. And the leadership, we just don't have the leaders on the field at the minute yeah. to compete against mm. the top teams. That's mm. why we got blown out by Penrith. Mm. We got blown out by South. And we got blown out by Melbourne. We yep. just... We're that next tier underneath. And it's not to say the Roosters aren't having a successful year, but we just can't compete with those top te- teams mm. because we just don't have the players out there on the field. Yeah. Well, yeah, the only thing I'd say for the Roosters, like it's sort of a good wake-up call for them in terms of they know what the best is at the minute mm. in terms yeah. of yeah. Storm and Penrith. Yeah. So I think that's also a good thing for them to sort of have that sort of loss. Like, I know it, it's not fun to see it, but realistically, it's, not, it's only better for you because... It's not the worst it's thing. It's better for no. Robbo and it's better for Look, players what, like Sam yeah. The Chooks aren't going to win the comp. And if anyone thought that they were going to win the comp before this weekend, they were kidding themselves. I thought you were about to say this year because I would have thought this year that would have been... Like, before the before season Before the start yeah. of the season, of course, yeah. we were aiming yeah. to win the comp. Yeah. Yeah. And we would have... If we were fit the whole way through... Mm. It's a three horse race, and we're mm. right in the mix. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, we we spoke about like with without those injuries, without the retirements and stuff. Roosters are it's Roosters, Pan- Panthers, and Storm, and then mm. everyone else. Yeah, like it's just yeah. not even close. It's not even close. Mm. And we've seen that on the weekend with Parramatta. They're just that next step underneath. Like mm. they can't hang. But um, it's really, really, really good for the Roosters. Mm. Yeah, for the next five years. The amount of adversity they've had to face this yeah. year, I think it's really blood in the next well, generation of players we, coming through. But it through. means we can also throw money at Angus Crichton to stay. Yeah. And Tupanua stays. Mm. And, like, Isaac Liu's leaving, but Victor's back. Yeah. Like, mm. we, we can add depth and we can Absolutely. strengthen those good players for the next five years. Yeah. It's just a shame that we lack that experience now. Mm. I mean, we're missing Kiri as well. Like, he's been out. Yeah. Pretty much all year, really. Angus Crichton needs to become that pack leader, and I think he is. As soon as yep. he steps up in his experience, brings it to that pack. Yep. Hardgraves has been our best forward all year. He's yeah. been it's sensational. Yeah, he's so. awesome. Yeah. Um, it's enough on the choice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let's talk about the Bulldogs. That come out of time? No, it's, it's drag, Dragon's we were, Warriors. We were next, dead mate. set. Got to talk for him. Talk about him for 30 seconds. It ended up being a five-minute segment. But anyway. You told me about half an hour. <laughs> That's a win. We came under time. <laughs> for a change. Bonus point. Uh, Friday night's first game. So the two Friday night games were like oh. a, prop, a proper mirror 
of each other. One was really yeah. good. One was really shit. One was really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they both won by a point. Yeah. <laughs> so the first game, which is the absolute garbage one, was the Dragons. The worst golden point what, game in yeah. history. What I don't get is when the Dragons were up, so they're, they're just sort of bringing that ball up further into, when it was golden point, further into the Warriors, like, you know, the try line. Yeah, half, yeah. And, um, you know, they were bringing that ball right up so that the boys, like the Warriors were all on that, on the try line. line. Yeah, yeah. And they're, they're playing the ball three metres off where the the rest of the line is yeah. and they're trying to throw it back. Why wouldn't they sit back That's a little bit further? That's where you kick further? it from 30 out. That's correct. Why wouldn't you sit yeah. back further so that the, because instead of having time. to run the yeah. 10, they're I'm, now running only six metres. Do you, know how I, do you know why I think they were that close? Because the Warriors' defensive line was that shit. Mm. That they couldn't help but pull them up that close. The yeah. of time, how many set restarts did the dragon? There was like this three or four watched, in a row because watched, they were coming off the line early. Yeah. I, I was leaving this game, wasn't going to watch it, and was going to watch mm. the next one because mm. let's be honest, I'm a football mm. fan, um, <laughs> fan, so, of, fan of sport in fan general, of sport yeah. in general. <clears throat> so I was not going to watch this because it was going to be garbage. Watch Golden Point. The Warriors could not have done more to win that for the Dragons. Yeah, yeah. In the, the last yeah. tackles, the throw it drop away. balls twenty meters out, coming out of trouble. Yeah. I think you the mean, tip, tip, typical, the, typical Warriors ball. The yeah. biggest, yeah. the yeah. biggest thing was Chad Townsend going for a field goal ten minutes from <laughs> full time, ten meters out, and spraying it thirty meters wide. <laughs> and this is why he was playing reserve grade for the oh, Sharks. He yeah. is garbage. Why? 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 The Warriors are... Sh- um, when when they, they had the play of the ball, like they had the run of play to score again yep. and they had been dominating that middle period of the whole game. First 10, 15 minutes, Dragons were red hot yep. and then the next 40, minute, 40, 50 minutes, Warriors were all over them and then the last 10, Dragons just got that try right on the... Like pretty much the stroke of full time. I wouldn't have said they were... Yeah, but even in the, in that period, I wouldn't have said that the Dragons were over him. I think the Warriors just, as the Snake yeah. said, just kept making mistakes mm. and just yeah. kept giving them the game. But that's what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, it yeah, allowed yeah. them yeah. back into the game yeah. and the momentum shift in that after the Townsend missed field goal completely changed. We scored two tries in that, in that time and then took it to overtime. Yeah. Now, this is what annoys me because teams whinge that... Clubs like Melbourne that spend so much more money, right? But why this is poor salary cap management. The Cowboys just spent an absolute mozza on Townsend mm. For, to be a backup halfback because mm. he's not better than the ones they've got. And they got clapped on the weekend. Mm. They got they got smoked by Newcastle, and I'm sorry, I'm not picking Chad Townsend in that Cowboys team. He's no. useless. Mm. I would be picking him in now or a team at all. I'd no, be. he's not. He's Especially not for the money that they paid for him too. They're paying yeah. huge. I think it was like seven seven hundred k or something. Oh. And then they go, yeah, and then they go and sign Dearden. It's like you've just bought three halfbacks because mm. they re-sign their own. Yep. No, they well they re-sign their five eight. Yeah. Who plays halfback? Yeah, they, they re-sign Drinkwater. I got rid of Clifford. Got rid of Clifford, mm. but then signed Dearden, signed yeah. Townsend. Yeah. It's like, how about yeah. you buy a back row? What are they thinking? Back yeah. or five buy eights. a hooker. Yeah. Like, anyone. Because any yeah. one of them can play 5'8". Mm. It's like, but they're, they're lacking mm. elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Look, I think that's part of the problem, though, when some halfbacks aren't available and you're a small market team. Like Cowboys yeah. won the comp, what, five years ago. They should have 
It's also the, the, the pool of players you can get. Yeah, like, yeah. There's, but that's what I mean. Like, a certain amount of players. Players yeah. that are available. Yeah, yeah. And if you're playing, yeah, but don't spend overs on. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I agree. He's not worth the, mm. like. He's not. He, there's no way he's worth the seven hundred k. But at, this, at the same time, like what's available on the market? But they've got to they've got to manage that better. Like go in and say, right, yeah. Well, we're not going to give well, you seven hundred k. You think you're worth it? Available. There was no way that they were going to. You can still pay unders though. Oh no, no. But I mean, like they weren't they weren't ever going to get Adam Reynolds. No, no. No one else was going to buy Tanzan. Yeah. They would have been one hundred percent. They can pay. They could have paid easy unders on it. At least half. They could at least half. Tell you what though, if if I'm going into professional sports, I'm getting Townsend's manager. Oh yeah. Oh. If he's getting that, if he's getting that much money for that, sign me up. Imagine if you're half decent. Oh shit. Well, let's move on to Friday night's second game and the better of the two Friday night games. Panthers 13, clawing back to beat the Parramatta Eels 12. This tells me everything I need to know about Parramatta. Parramatta. Mm. Classic. I thought the exact same thing. And we said last week this will be a big test for them. And then Cleary's out. Cleary's out. It was the biggest opportunity for them to show that they're a, a dead set contender. Mitchell Moses doesn't handle big game situations. Nope. I... I can't put it more simply. Mm. I think Origin's going to be awesome for him. That, that I was just about to say the I, exact same I thing. Hope it I was does. just about to say, do you think that that it's going to be the best thing for his confidence, it's especially now that be. it's a game that's about nothing? Yeah. This will make yeah. his career or break or break, break, break it yeah. mm. because he's literally been given the keys to the best backline that's ever mm. played State of Origin football. Mm. So if he stuffs it, like, yeah. what do you say about him? Yeah, like. He's not going to have pressure on him at any point. Well, I think because if be he more... gets stuck with the ball, he throws it to Tommy. Mm. Well, the only he throws thing it I'll to Trell. Yeah. Like, he won't have Jerome Luai there. Jerome no. is out this next Origin. He's out well. yep. um, Jack Whiten does slip into that sixth spot, but based on Canberra's form, I just are they the option? Is that the halves you would have went? What Whiten and Moses? Yeah, I think um, for a game that's really yeah. not about much, I'll. Pro, I, I would have, I would have given it still? just because, yeah. like, if Jack's if Jack is going to be a fourteen, yeah, yeah. I may, may as well may as well give him a go, yeah. and mm. why not give him someone fresh and oh, see yeah. how if he controls the game at yeah. least. Mm. I'm a hundred percent with you. Yeah, like, well, that's if, the other if thing. If like, something happens to Cleary, if something happens to Cleary, who's up? Yeah, it's Moses. Mm. Or if this, but if this was a game three, this this was a decider. Mm. That's not the halves combination. It's Reynolds Walker. Yeah, I think the only thing I find with that is Walker is a bit of a liability in defense. I agree, but but the pairing. But you have yeah the South halves yeah with the South hooker yeah and you got Trell at center yeah. Oh look, I'm not in disagreement. Like if you you, if it was a must win game, that's the halves combination you go. Mm. But with the halves out, you Mm. blood the ones you got Mm. because we might need Moses next year. Mm. Yeah. I thought he was a red hot chance to pick a Mitch Pierce. I'm just saying. Slapping the Cowboys, mate. I'm not even would. joking. I, I was like, yeah. they pick Pierce. I'm not even shocked. <laughs> <laughs> but the other good thing that this brings to the Origin side, though, too, is Appy Coruscant playing the 14. Yeah, he'll well. make his yeah. debut. So that'll be great for him. He's won a series and he's never taken the field. So yeah. congratulations <laughs> to him. And he gets to take the field. Yeah. No, very good. Well, we'll move on to Saturday. Afternoon's game, uh, Muzzy 
Six to six nil to the hands of the. Oh, sorry, I was, I was on my phone. So, so, so I apologise. So uh, it was every other Bulldogs fan yeah. during the game. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so they're all whinging about how shit the Bulldogs are. Yeah. No, they're all, uh, they're all well, playing. Cod, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not whinging. I've had no illusions about <laughs> us as a, as a team. Anyway, anyway, for this year, like it was just and then you had five no, best players, no. five of your best players, arguably out, yeah, due to yeah. COVID. Mm. Yeah, look, I yeah. At the same at the same time, I did want to just say, like, not based on this game, like this game had nothing to do with Seagulls form, but I think the Seagulls form, I think they're probably the closest now yep. to pushing that cusp of the top, oh, yeah. the top They'll two. Finish top, off top the top, top two. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're probably the closest, I think, in that tier. Well, I think they took the Rabbitohs into fifth, didn't they? Oh, I'm not sure. I'll it's it's pretty I'll close. Because and it was just oh. based on points. No, I, I, I think I think points, just 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 on yeah. form. I think they probably they probably jumped the Eels after. No, so the la- current ladder they're fifth. Yeah, yeah. Rabbitohs are three. Eels are four. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I think based on form, I think they're ahead of both of those teams at the moment. So yeah, I think yeah, it's just, definitely ahead of power. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think it's the the only probably contender is South, but yeah, I think they're the closest probably to getting to Penrith and Storm at the moment. Mm. Yep. So, um, was just a few things before in this game. I was listening to a podcast competition, so I won't announce it. Um, <laughs> they were talking about the gambling odds <laughs> of this game, right? It was a sports bet podcast, so we're crushing yeah, it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just more thinking that you're trying to keep the, the Bulldogs had yourself, twenty. Mate. The Bulldogs <laughs> had twenty-four points head start, yeah, and they were all like, "Not touching it. It's not going to go close." Tommy was playing four dollars to get a hat trick. Only, yeah, oh. only four dollars. He was paying a dollar sixty two to score a try. So that's like not even touching, not even worth not it. Not even worth mm-hmm. putting it on. Yeah. Like it was just always just going to be a clapping. Mm. Poor bastards. No, <laughs> oh, well, if you're at the pound, they put you down. Seriously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's a, it's a horse with three broken legs, <laughs> not one, three. <laughs> well, moving on to Saturday nights. Final oh. game, oh, second second last game. I I ref, I am now at the point where I refuse to tip the Raiders at all. Yeah, they stuffed me. They are something. Something is terrible. I, going yeah. terribly wrong now. Ricky Stewart's under huge pressure down in Canberra, yeah. and it's all justified mm. as far as I'm concerned because they've yeah. got a culture issue in that team. There's something going wrong there. Very like that's very unbelievable. Good. You boys actually convinced me um, last week when I said I'd, I'd take the Titans. I well, I, that's um, only because I didn't know which Titans team would turn up. Yeah, yeah. and Raiders know, at home are usually pretty good. They scored three tries with a bloke in the bin. Mm. Well, look, if, if yeah, their best player. I think in the if, bin. if we're honest, even if the worst Titans team showed up, they probably would have beaten that Raiders yeah. team. But it was yeah, it was down it was down up, that, yeah. that Raiders team that turned up was just mm. uh, like it was close for the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, if that. And then as soon as, like, it was 6 0. And then, and then Fafita got sin binned. Mm. And then the Titans scored three tries in 15 minutes. Yeah. In 10 minutes, because they scored them all while he was off the field almost. Mm. Like, nuts. it was just nuts. Well, I think that says more about where the Raiders are at compared to to where the Titans are at. Well, it yeah. proves, Titan, it Titans proves are the Titans able, can score points. Yeah. yeah but they just can't. If you, if you, you can't grind out a win. If you Ricky yeah. Stewart. Surely you got to start just going. Nah, you're not playing this week. Yeah, 
Like surely, well, I think, I think surely he's got to start dishing out bands. I would just start yeah. doing it. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't give a crap. I would just start giving a whole bunch what's, of young guys. What's going to happen? They're yeah. going to lose. They're yeah. Gonna lose. Well, yeah. What's the difference? Yeah. Like might as well. You're not. You're not gaining anything from this. It's not like you got a whole bunch of young guys. That they they need to get a proper half. Just makes you like think that. like how how bad it is considering they were. You know, you'd sort of at the start of the year. I, you'd tip Canberra to be yeah. top four. I called. Yeah. I called them in the grand final. Yeah. Yeah. And they're coming fourth. Like they come thirteenth. Yeah, no, no, one, no one are they no struggling. No, the Snakers put, the, the put the curse on them. The Tigers, <laughs> the Broncos, and the Bulldogs. Mm, yeah. They're the only teams they've beaten. And those teams are shithouse. Mm. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. Not looking good Even for the Raiders. Benny Matthews still thinks the West Tigers are going to win the comp. Are, um, is Ricky Stewart done or what? I think because he's Ricky Stewart, he gets a bit of time. Yeah, I think. But, but he's such close friends with Don Ferner, the CEO there. Yeah, that he'll he, he'll he, be there. They'll ship it. They'll they'll oh, clean yeah, it. Yeah, I think they'll do it. He yeah. pretty much has yeah. to tell them that he doesn't leaving. want to do it. Yeah. 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 yeah, which I think he will get to eventually. He loves that club too much to let it go. Yeah, yeah. go to shit. Himself, if, yeah. if he can make the call, then I think he would. Yeah. Well, let's move on to Saturday night's final game. Knights thirty-eight over the Cowboys. Nil. Kalen Ponga Jeez. masterclass. Mm. I don't think yeah, he was so good. Oh. Picked in the Origin team, which well, Queensland, like he's played six games all year and he's straight in. It's the yeah. one thing that the Queensland siders need needed that whole Origin period is a proper fullback. Yeah, they missed it. Well, even just an attacking threat, yeah. like he's yeah. just someone yeah. like for Munster to go. Oh, yeah, they're, 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 <laughs> yeah, but like yeah, he'll link. Just, up, I think yeah. he'll link up with Munster much better than he will link up with Cherry Evans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry Evans is a muppet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Sunday. He's the Chad Townsend of Hutt, of Queensland. Yeah, big, big big fan of his interview, eh? Oh, just a, <laughs> he's an idiot. It's not our fault. <laughs> oh, just too, we had no answers. Imagine if New South Wales for nine out of ten years yeah. come out and said, they're just too good. Yeah. yeah. They're just too good. Yeah. Uh, shove it up, yeah. The resilience. Yeah. Go and Disgusting. shave your second yeah. head, you well, mother. You'd expect that from a filthy Queenslander. Well, just yeah. taking Honestly. no responsibility either. But anyway, oh, we soft. move on. Well, you got Munster frustrated than trying to do a bit, yeah. and you got him just saying they're too good. Yeah. One's a leader, one's not. I'll let you choose which one's one. One's a leader, one's the pretender. Hey, yeah. if, 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 if a player ever deserved the New South Wales passport, that's the one. <laughs> well, he's hated by his own state. All you got to do might as well. All you got to do is bring up the starting squad yeah. for our state. Yeah, yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't wear make, the fourteen. Jump yeah, he'll make he'll make he'll wear a good eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving on. He can get hang out with Cody Walker. Go <laughs> <laughs> and sit in the corporate box. Moving <laughs> on to Sunday afternoon's uh, first game. We had the Broncos. 26 over the Sharks at 18. Didn't see this coming. Payne has uh, his best game of the year, but he yeah. was sensational. And testing you and... Yeah. Mm. I think them having Tony Staggs back to help. Yeah, Tony's big so time. good. Yeah. God, I can't wait. He was a dead set certainty. If he was fit all year, he was going to play mm. Origin. Mm. Where the... Freaking hell do you put him? Yeah. Like, seriously. Like, white spots in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because he can play in the halves, he can play outside backs. He's a strike, yeah, it's strike centre as well. He is just someone you just say, get out on the field, we don't care what you do. Yeah. And you know he's going to do well. Oh. God, we've got some outside backs. It's so (laughs) good. (laughs) I don't think there's much else to say. Like, Broncos has played well. Yeah. Yeah. Sharks were in it for a bit, but... Costly mistakes. Sharks have had a really good win streak. Mm. Um, the Sharks are, good, Sharks, yeah, are good, Sharks are a good Sharks are a good team. They stuffed me on my tips. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving on to Sunday's final game, Rabbitohs 38 over the West Tigers 22. Now, 
Last week, I believe we said Rabbitohs will win 40 points to 30 or something. We did and say this. we're not far off. Yep, I was shocked that the Tigers scored as many points as they did. They shouldn't have. But it's the exact thing that we said that the Tigers would try and do. Mm. Yep. They want to beat teams 40 to 30. Mm. And South Carolina, can't score 40. you are not going to score mm. more points than us, so yeah, let's no. just play this game. <laughs> like, We'll just give yeah. it to Trell. Let mm. Cody Walker take a couple of runs. It's... Mm. You can't defend. So well, it's I'll not tell you what, yeah. Tigers are lucky that they got Dewey, like they can play oh. in the halves or in the centre. Like it, he was the the one player that was pretty much carrying him. Luke Brooks, just again when dis, disappeared and just didn't do anything. Mm. Yep. I seen this, seen this thing. It was Benji and um, Moses shaking hands after the game, <laughs> and it was, the caption was, "So they paid you double what they were going to pay me to play in my position." It was like because oh, he absolutely clapped. Do you mean uh, Moses Zemba? Oh, Moses Zemba. I thought you were I mean, Mitchell Moses. No, yeah, been there in yeah, years. yeah. No, the one yeah. that plays for the Tigers. Oh, you the saved team, yourself there, mate. The team we're talking about. <laughs> 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 so yeah, it was just like, yeah, you were going to wear the six. Yeah, and you're saying you're going to do a better job than yeah. me. That's cute. It's so. a, it's a good defensive minded team, the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> well, when they've got a ca- when their coach is all defensive minded, yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. how he won his comp. On the back of yeah. defense, yeah. you'd think that they'd try and score. He, he's looking forward to just putting the the broom through that team, just sweeping yeah. out. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's move on to this week's coming games. There's only a short round, four four games. Yep. So Thursday night we have the Seagulls up against the Raiders. Yeah, even without Trevojevic, mainly in a canner. Yeah. Is uh, Cherry Evans playing for them? No, because he's playing for Queensland. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Raiders actually got a got a win here. After, you watch your mouth out after yeah. they're clapping. We just bagged them out yeah, for twenty yeah, minutes. I know, I know, but I reckon they could they could pull it together. No, without how, Papa Lee, do you, how do you sleep no, without White? Because White won't. How do you sleep in the beer? Lee, was like the best player on the park. As soon as he went off, all those points went in. Mm. So you don't have him. You don't have Jack White. Mm. Yeah, that's nah, true. They're gone. I they and I just it, re- I just flat out refuse to tip the Raiders anymore. So Raiders by twelve. Uh, Friday night's first game, we have the Rabbitohs up against the Cowboys. This will be interesting, considering like Latrell will be out. Oh, no, but the Rabbitohs still have the majority of their team, though, too. You've got no Trell, you've got no Cook. No Arrow. No, no Arrow, no... Jaden Sewer. James Sewer, no Dane Gagai. Yeah. Um, but South will still do it easy. Yeah. Because mm. no Val Holmes... For the Cowboys, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I think the bunnies have that one. Yeah, yep. bunnies should get that. Ooh. Muzzy, tough game. Chooks <laughs> might get a win. We <laughs> <laughs> need something. Bulldogs, there's, there's, there's a question. Yeah. No, there's there is. Question, no. We got clapped on the weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So weird. Not worse than us. Battle of the yeah. battle of the thrashings. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I thought we'd be a bit further out than that. A dollar ten. That's not enough for me. No, nah. same. I want to start. <laughs> I can't believe the Bulldogs are only seven dollars. Yeah, we did get clapped. So. I, I need like a counter of the amount of times that I've said I can't believe the Bulldogs are only in, <laughs> insert insert ten. Can we get that on the Ten to six dollars. Can we get the soundboard <laughs> on for Muzzy? Soundboard should be a soundboard. Just a dollar in the jar every time you say it. Oh, oh, well, I think we got roosters there pretty easily. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So Bulldogs win by Go the Bulldogs <laughs> <laughs> Tipping them If Bulldogs score 18 points They win 
I'm, yeah, ha- I'm happy with that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if they get beaten 66 to 18, I'm counting it as a win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunday's final game, we have the Sharks up against the Warriors. Yeah, Sharks need to bounce back here. Yeah. Warriors, Sharks have got a bit more consistency about them than the Warriors do. Well, pretty much, Rogers, the life and blood of that Warriors side. and Yeah. Like, he nearly won up for them on the weekend. But. Lucky they've got him locked down. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to a red-hot Auckland Blues team. <laughs> Get money on them now. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Auckland. So, uh, Sharks by two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on, moving on. Oh, sorry, guys. So, We're just gentlemen. Having a bit of a laugh. Ball at the NRL. What's what's next on the agenda? Um, I've got two options. We go the soccer or we go the basketball. I've got them both here. Let's get oh, the Euros. Go. Euros. Yeah, Euros. Over. Get it yep. quickly over and done with. <laughs> Coming home, baby. Um, we, we, while we're in Euro, while we're in Euros, we'll quickly touch on the Copa America. I'll just quickly mention it. Um, so there's four teams remaining. So it's, they're up to the semifinals. So Argentina plays, I believe it's Peru, and um, Colombia plays Brazil. So we've got two, or it's the other way around, I think. So we've got two, but there's two cracking games remaining, and I think Messi's probably last chance to win a international title. Did you see the missed goal he had in his last game? Nah. Open net, one-on-one with the goalie, sorry. Jeez. Yeah, but did you and see the free kick? I saw his free kick, yeah. yeah. His free kick was all right, but he's no... So, yeah, so, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, I had him the wrong way around. So Brazil plays Peru and Argentina and Colombia. So basically, Argentina versus Brazil in final, probably yeah. thinking. Yep. Brazil has been looking pretty good. Oh, they, they looked awesome. Yeah. yeah. So they've, yeah, they've just been playing out of their mind. Edison's just been awesome in goal and they've always got a quality team. The guys are up front, so... No, Alison, poor bloke. <laughs> <laughs> Euros. Euros. Well, Snake, I said it. It's coming home. It's coming home. England, have, only won, England have won a quarterfinal, people. Yeah. Yes. I hate to say it, boys. They beat Germany. I hate to say it because there's so many Manchester City players in England, but it's not coming home this year. <laughs> Italy and Spain just look so good. Yeah. They do. So much yep. better. Yeah. And Italy looks nigh unstoppable at the moment. Yeah. And... Super terrifying if they get through for England, mm. I think. Because if they if they get through, it's, I mean, it's it's all lined up for England. Mm. They've had the easiest run yeah. of all yeah. of the big nations that were left. The only real tough team that they had to play against was Germany. Mm. Mm. Yep. So yeah. they did them quite good, and they're hitting better form than they started. Oh yeah, like, definitely, definitely, yeah. And yeah. they've had five yeah. clean sheets. Yeah. Mm. And Lukey Shaw's really hitting form too. You know, yeah, Luke yeah, Shaw, yeah, mate. Yeah, balls yeah. into the box. Snake's yeah. favorite player, boys. Harry Kane, is. Top notch at the R- minute. Roberto is Roberto Shawloss. Yeah, I saw, I saw a picture of him with the Brazilians. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in the other games, we had Italy 2 1 over Belgium. That was a pretty cracking game. It was a great game, yeah. Um, Belgium again, world number ones. With nothing. Horrendous, no yeah. trophies. And I don't think they've made a final in. I can't remember the last time they've made one. I don't even not, not Have in, they not, even made one? I don't even think. Not, not in this century, anyway. Yeah. Like, it's just. Yeah, absolute debacle. I can't, I can't believe they're ranked first. Surely they won't make be world no number sense. one after this. No, nah. no. Well, that's what we said about the world. Well, the but last we didn't even know too. why they were world number one in the first yeah. place. Yeah, it's it's all. So it's based off. Is it because we haven't had much international? Well, it's based off their it's based off their friendlies, and it's based off the fact that 
basically when they played in their groups to qualify for the Euros, they just basically went undefeated because yeah, they were right. put in a terrible group. Yeah. So because they basically went undefeated, yeah. they got a whole heap of points for that. Yeah. And it goes off points, uh, goals scored, goals mm-hmm. conceded. Games won, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that, they got all points for all Which is that. really weird when you consider and like France won the World Cup. Yeah. And all yeah. those other teams. Are yeah. Really good, yeah. So. yeah. Uh, well, the other game we had Spain winning on penalties over Switzerland after one all. Cracking. Yeah. Mm. Great I mean, game. Switzerland Great game. was in pretty good form and yeah. <clears> leading <throat> into this game, like Shakiri and Xhaka were playing really well for Shakiri's Switzerland. been really good. Yeah. 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 Being wasted on that Liverpool bench, mate. He needs to get more minutes for Liverpool. Yeah. It's yeah. Like he does. Like yeah. it's not a. Yeah. He, he looks good every time he comes mm. on. So. Yeah, and we we've said that all year about yeah. Liverpool as well. I mean, not giving him a run, yeah. even when they had He's been on that bench the two. For a long time. They had yeah. their mm. two mids dropping the centre back role, mm. and he yeah. still didn't get a run. Like yeah. it's just makes no sense. But yeah. mm. and when our strikers weren't in form, yeah, like yeah. they weren't, yeah. like they weren't yeah. playing well this year, and mm. he still couldn't get more minutes. That's it. And we had Denmark. Winning two one over the informed Czech Republic too. Yeah, uh, this Denmark team is just riding high on on heart and emotion over Christian Eriksen's. Uh, yeah, that that that, that, tale, that too, and combined with the fact that apart from England, they've probably had one of the easiest easiest runs. runs yeah. Yeah. So they've had a, a lot of teams that are beatable for them, mm. like in terms. But I think, like it. Yeah, but you still have to win those games. Yeah, they they got so. they got to win those yeah. games, and I think they'll they'll definitely cause some problems for England, but. Mm. It's going to be tough to break down the if defense. They, mm. If they win the whole thing, how long until they make a movie? Like oh, Disney will make a movie, oh, but how long? Yeah. Do you reckon it'll end take? of the year, end of months. No, very good. Well, looking forward to the semi-finals. We have Italy up against Spain. Who have we got? Oh. I got I got Italy going through. I got Italy purely yeah. because Morata's on Spain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Spain. I've 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 only got Italy because Mancini's just been absolute. Mancini yeah. and yeah. Chilean, yeah. yeah. with, um, Spain with no confidence. Mobile and yeah. <laughs> Insigne's in great form yeah. too. So. Yeah, I think Italy yeah. will yeah romp yeah. them. Even though Sp- Spinoza is a big loss for them. Yeah, but I think even without him, the the way that they come together as a unit has been a lot better. But it's good to see Spain back in in, in back top in form. Five. Yeah, because yeah. they're just yeah. the last couple of years they just looked atrocious. Mm. So it's good to see him, you know, in in the semis in a mm. in a major tournament. So. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Well, moving on to the second and final game for the semi-finals, England up against Denmark. I believe is this one at Wembley? Yep, Wembley. It is, yeah. Which, it is, which I think yeah. Um, yeah. I think but that's the other thing for England though too. They've played the majority of their games at Wembley. They've had and at they've, home. they've had they've had since the group stage up until I think that Ukraine game they had zero travel time. Yeah. As compared to the team, the team that came second had 386 kilometres. Mm. But it was like uh, Sweden and Ukraine had to travel like thousands of kilometres to to play their games. So, yeah. They're all stacking it. Well, I think we've all got England in that game too, do we not? Yeah, go England. Why not? It's funny when we pick them and they lose. What what do you (laughs) The one that looks most like a Viking over here. Yeah, I'm going to go for the upset. I'm going Denmark. Yeah. Course, yeah. Oh, it takes one goal. You're just pissed that they beat Germany. Who? England. Nah. <laughs> you just picked. You were the out. one riding Germany all tournament, man. I was. Yeah. <laughs> well, very good. Oh. I think that's the wrap for the Euros. Pretty quick, yeah. and then we yep. can jump across to the NBA. Mm. I am so pumped about this. The scene is set. You know yeah. what? 
sucked in to the Clippers. Sucked in, I've called it. have been out for months. <laughs> sucked in. You've been I don't care. They're not going through. They're not winning like you said. Freshy, Freshy Sam, we I love had, you. I we love you, mate. I had you love packing you. it for a bit. But we love you and we love nah, the Clippers, mate. <laughs> always knew the We still love the Clippers, mate. No worry. Don't worry, Freshy. The best team in LA. That's all right. We still love them, mate. They are the best team in LA. They can suck your mum. Sun's all the way, Daddy. I'm going to post yeah, that photo of you in a son's shirt just so <laughs> on the pod, the just don't. so they are aware that you're a closet <laughs> Suns fan. I am now that they yeah, beat Clippers, mate. Look, I think, jump on I think, anyway. I think e- either way, whoever wins this, it's it's, so a, fa- it's a fairy tale for it's both. It's history defining oh, yeah, yeah, for both yeah. both clubs. Yeah, both franchiseers yeah. are going to just. I mean, if if, well, if, we're, if we're not sure, like yeah. for the listeners, Bucks uh, went through. Uh, Defeating the Atlanta Hawks mm. after Sorry, Trey, Trey Young went oh from six from three cold yeah, yeah. and it was, but like it was like two from fourteen or something like, mm-hmm. like we said last week though uh, the Bucks had just figured out how yeah. to how to shut them all down that was one yeah. of the best efforts but from the Hawks to oh. make it as competitive and they're, and they're such a young team too oh they're gonna be like, so good they're gonna be good for years they're, they'll well, get a pick like someone will go there now but like a yeah. big they'll get a name. I don't know who, but they'll get. I one. think they just need to keep um, John Collins and Trey Young, and just keep yeah. that squad. Oh, they'll they'll do everything to keep Trey Young there. So yeah, Trey but Young but not just that. Oh, they got to keep. They got to keep those um, veterans as the, well. I yeah, think. but Blue Bog, Bogdanovich off the bench as well. Yeah. He's yeah. super important so, for that for yeah, that role. He well. ba- yeah, he, them mm-hmm. two basically run the bench team, yep. and he, without them, that's it's a real issue for them yeah. because I, I think. As a starting core, they'll probably compete with everyone. But that, yeah. if they're not there on they the bench, they've got to, they've got to fork out the money for those guys because mm. they're going to get big dollars now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think both of them are, are getting close to either it's their last year or the following year is their last mm. year on their yeah. contract. They got to get big money. They get paid. So yeah. I don't know. Though, you've got to try and time your run. Yeah, I think yeah. the Hawks weren't expecting to be this good no. this early. Yeah. No, yeah, that's like, for sure. If you're the Suns, sort of stuffed you them more, a little bit. Are you more <laughs> You're the Suns. Are you more worried that you're playing the Bucks than Atlanta? Yes, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I would be. Yeah. In, terms, always in, said in, ter- in terms, terms of matchups, yeah, because I'd match up. Because it's got to go. It's got to go. DeAndre Ayton yeah. on Giannis, Giannis yeah. and that's and he's Giannis so just, tall and so yeah. stiff. Giannis yeah. is so fluid and so fast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really and bad matchup. I mean. And like, Lopez has been really good form too. Like yeah. He's got a few yeah. bigs there. That oh, Yas was there. out. He was yeah. just... Yeah. He was so yeah. good in that last yeah. game. Down so the stretch yeah, too. They've, like, almost, like they've almost got to go to two centres. Yeah. 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 Just and, to hang. Phoenix, and when yeah. you think of yeah. like... Yeah, the, the players for Phoenix against like a team like Atlanta, yeah. they match up, match up way better. Like you think like yeah. Devin Booker and... Or even CP3 on Trey Young. Yeah. As yeah. soon as and the, like they're, yeah. they're not overly tall teams either. Yeah. As soon yeah, as the so. Bucks move past Brooklyn, we will like, they match up well against everyone. Mm. Yeah, like it's, it's just a matter. Of, we we, we spoke about like if, if Giannis is going to do it, it's probably this year. Yeah, yeah. like this is this, this is this is the yeah. year because the all the injuries lined up for him, and they've they've had that run where, like Sanko said, they match up well with every team mm. that they're going to yeah. play against mm. now. Yep. So and Giannis has got the advantage on every team that they play against now. Yeah. So. It'll be an interesting series. Mm. Oh, very good. Well, who have we got in the final? Jeez. Yeah. You go with your head or you go with your heart? It's tough. Well, which it's way tough. is which? Because my, yeah, my heart wants both of them to win. My head yeah. thinks that both of them can win. <laughs> like, yeah. I know that makes this no sense. This may be the first time we hear Snakeo sit on the fence. Uh, you're not going to. I'm not you. Um, <laughs> I'm going Bucks. I'm going to go Suns in seven. I think if it goes to seven, I think Bucks will get up. How's Giannis's fitness, but 
Because he didn't pop it. Yeah, yeah, extended yeah. knee. They, but yeah. it's, they said it's not as bad as they thought yeah, it was. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Now it's, that he's got a little bit of time off. I yeah. Honestly, but I still think the Bucks can get it done. Yeah. I think even with minimal involvement, I think if he, I think, if he I plays, think, they can I still. think the key player in the entire series is Chris Middleton. Oh, it's mm. his team. I, I think, like, I think mm. he's, his defence, is, is he's got to shut down one of the two, either Chris yeah, Paul or Devin yeah. Booker, mm. and I think he can definitely do it easy mm. yeah. because he's so tall, so lanky, mm. and so athletic. Agile, I think yeah. if he focuses on Devin Booker because Chris Paul's just been playing out of his mind, mm. yeah. and I think you just live with whatever Chris Paul gives you, but mm. if Chris, Chris Middleton's going to be... Whether or not and, he, and he showed up in that last that, yeah. game that he can yeah. do it, and I think I think it might be the Bucks year. Yeah. It might be the time. Is it Christmas? Is it Middleton's team or is it Giannis's team? It's still Giannis's team. Yeah. Like yeah, you can't have a player that's not never been in MVP contention. Yeah, as your head player when you got a player that is an MVP yeah. or that has been within you know the yeah. last year yeah. MVP. Yeah, I think Absolutely. it's just it's just not it's not close. I just so. think he's so much he's so much more important. Well, I think, yeah, I think he's, he's their he's, role though. Yeah. As well. well, I think like, he's def- he's definitely. An all an all time Robin. If we have a like conversation about a Batman and a Robin, he's he's definitely an all time Robin in what he does. Giannis can't do, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah, and that that role Both. fits in so well. They just complement yeah. each other so well. Yeah. yeah, it just works. Great one two yeah. punch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's it's always been the others that step up for for the Bucks, and then they need that again. Yeah. yeah, there's always a young sung hero, an unsung hero in a final series. Yeah. And I think it'll come from the Bucks. I think they've got more people capable. Yeah, I just think Chris Paul's so hungry for this. I know it's not, you know, it's, it's a team sport, an individual sport, but I just think the Suns, you know, going on this monster run, finishing well in the West. The thing is, both teams are riding high too. Yeah. yeah. In terms of confidence. Yeah. It's so just a flip of a coin, this one. The it? Suns have played less basketball, which helps them. Mm. A bit more rest. Yeah, yeah the Bucks have been challenged in a few too, more yeah. series. Mm. So it's so close. Like, yeah. Honestly, if you if but that's you what you want. Like last confidence. year, last year when it was Lakers versus Heat, you, just, you knew the Heat were lucky just to be there. Yeah, yeah. And the injuries the Heat had as well going into that final series. Yeah, you know, like yeah. at least this year, you know, it's it's really close. You're not, yeah. you're not. Both sure. teams are in similar sort of form. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and both think, teams Roscoe? have got the same sort of depth with injury, and mm. both got the same concerns. Yeah, Where are you going, Suns? Oh, I'll go Suns. Purely because they beat the Clippers. And you've been walking around with their jersey on. <laughs> no, <I haven't. laughs> it's a 50-50 split, so we can't jinx anyone. Oh, no. Unless we, jinx both, <laughs> unless we jinx both of them and it's a draw. <laughs> it's a draw. <laughs> <laughs> Watch they Corey Sutton. Six overtimes yeah, like six we're just going to call it, guys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll share the trophy. Yeah. Corey will start saying the Lakers win. No. Just retain it. No, just cancel each other out. Lakers hold on to it. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Default. 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 Default's back to LeBron James. Excellent. No, very good. Very good. Well, is it time for the trivia? I think it is. It is. Very good. Let's jump into it. Now, Coxie, you're quiz master this week, are you not? I do have some quiz questions ready for you boys. Yes. So, pen and paper, lads, let's go. Snaker was hoping that he could... Uh, Stump us in some way. Paper's still yeah. Yeah. There's a draw full of pens. So I've got five questions, boys. Um, 
In some of those questions, I'll let you boys decide if you want to do closest to for the points. Or, if or you your Christmas, mate. Exactly. You should, you should. We'll you go closest to then, get some points. And then I've got a, I've got a couple of questions in case we're in need of it. If we need a tiebreaker, that is. Because I know Roscoe's pretty good well, with... Um, Are these the ones you were showing Corey earlier? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just remember that, mate. That's a point. He's that's a point. Fine. That's a point for Snaker for calling me out. <laughs> Isn't the aim to get points though? Yeah, exactly. I'll take no, I mean, I mean oh, strike. Oh, yeah, strike. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on one. Let's go. Negative one. If it's yeah. a strike. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, boys. Here we go. I changed a few questions because a few things popped up this week that I thought were pretty cool. I thought yeah. Chuck in there. Um, okay, so first question: uh, Who is the only player with a winning record? In the season and the playoffs against Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James. The only player with a winning record against those three players. Yep. So that means Wait, if you so Co- Kobe, you some confusing Kobe, questions. Kobe, Kobe, Kobe LeBron. Bryant, LeBron James, and Michael. So Jordan. they played. So each that other. means, yeah. So that means if he's played them five times, he's won, you know, three of them. Oh. Do you know what I mean? So he's, had, he's got a winning record. So a player that's played, obviously, against all three of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah right he's yeah. got a winning record against them. So if they played ten times, he's won six times. Right. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Confu- you ask a confusing question. Yeah, sorry. That should have been the last <laughs> one. I got some, I got some simpler ones. <laughs> God, I bet you. Um, do you want me to give you boys a bit of a hint? To no, it's one in okay. three. Oh. It's one in three, isn't it? What? Did you say the three of them? No. No. Oh, Wait, oh I got you. It's, I got you. The, it's, it's, there's a player. There's a player that's yeah, got right. a winning record against yeah. all three of those oh, players. Well, I, 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 I thought you were saying you, who yeah. had the best winning percentage no, no, against no. the no. Yeah. No, I thought no. the same thing. Yeah. No, there's a player that played against all three of them. Yeah. He's got a winning record. And he's got a winning record against all three of them. Far out. Um... Now you got to think of a player that's played against them all. Yeah. And I'm guessing it's not going to be anyone well known. <laughs> <laughs> that says. I mean, yeah, that, that, says, that says, yeah, it's not, it's not well known. Potential coaching role coming up for this this bloke. Oh well, that's just throwing my answer out the window. God. Yeah, right. So this well, should be one. I'm, for I'm, scrib- I'm scribbling my mean? answer out because it's definitely not the guy that I was thinking then. I think we may have had that. I think we might have thinking of all the. Oh, that's that's just throwing me out now. I can't even think of the bloke's name that I'm thinking of, so that's how good I'm going. Far out. Can we circle back to this one? We need to move. Yeah, right. Come back to it, boys. Come back to this one. Leave that as number one. Yeah, leave it, leave it, leave it. Number two. So there's a player currently in the, in the NBA Finals now. Yeah. And no matter which team wins, this player will re- will receive a ring. No matter which team wins. Oh. If Suns win, he, Suns win, he gets a ring. If so he's Bucks, an unknown. If the Bucks win, he also gets a ring. Where have you been getting these questions from? Mate, they just pop up on ESPN. It's a ring. Lesser known player, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a player. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I, I thought it was a coach. No. I was going to write down Della Vadova. Wow. There, was, there, was, there was a coach that's actually coached both these teams. Mm. Uh. Oh. Pass. <laughs> oh, well, if we write something down, we can just get straight into it. Yep. You want me to move on then, boys? No, we'll, nah. we'll answer this one. All right. I don't know enough players. I've got I've got a name down. I don't think it's right, but anyway. I've got a name down too. Yeah, right. I don't know. Right, you got Roscoe. I've put Bog, uh, Bogdanovich down. Okay, yep. Porter? Jay Crowder? No. Tory Craig? Of course. Of course. Bucks? Okay. Now to the Suns. All right. Closest two for this one, boys, so someone's going to get a point here. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> um, good inspiration from when you asked that golf ball question. Oh, yeah. How many... Um, Pimples, I'm going to call them pimples on the footy, on the Steedon. How many pimples are on a Steedon? Um, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's got to be, a, it's it's in the, like the tens of thousands. Yeah. It's above 80,000. <laughs> Lower than 120,000. Closest two, boys. <laughs> above 80,000. Yep. And below 120,000. Alright, what's the go? What do you got? Uh, 103,000. Yep. 85. Yep. 105,555. <laughs> it's 94,000. So what'd you say? Pimples. 85. Pimples. 85. I said 103. You. So Roscoe gets it. Yep. Alright, another closest two, boys. <laughs> Joey, I think I think Roscoe's in the clear. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the rest of us can. <laughs> Joey Chestnut. Oh. Competitive eater. Can I look at me photos? No. <laughs> How many hot dogs did he eat in the wor- eat? latest comp? Yeah, yeah, in the latest comp. How many hot dogs did he eat? Go closest two for this one, boys. He's a professional athlete. He deserves record. deserves respect. In how long was it? In ten minutes. Ten minutes. Wasn't it? Was it ten minutes? I it thought it was a bit longer. Wasn't I thought it was longer than ten minutes. Yeah, I thought it was longer than ten. Oh, half. You couldn't half get that many. Maybe you can't, that's, that's maybe that's the. You can't get that many hot dogs down your gullet. I'm thinking of a different. You watching? I'm thinking of one of his different records. He's got a great intro, by the way. He's got one. Of the, he's one of the greatest one athletes of, of all time. He's a showman. I was going to do a story on him in the news segment. Oh yeah. Oh, so you should get this right. That should have been in the. The Olympics. Yeah, but I can't remember the number. Hip hop dancing. Have you got it? Have you written something down? Indeed. How long did we say? Uh, who knows? Everyone's come up with different answers. Someone well, said 10 Poxy minutes. Someone said well, half an hour. All right, Muzzy, what did you wrong. put? 115. Okay, yep. Oh, 250. Yep. 76. Oh, fuck. Spot on, mate. I had 72 and I scrunched it up because I thought <laughs> the time was wrong. Oh, baby. All right. 2-0 up. This one's a soccer one. Of course it is. <laughs> Wanker. So, oh, yeah, I had a fucking... Oh, <laughs> no, never mind. I'll save, save it. For next save time. it. In the Euros, player plays for Italy. Highest appearances for Italy in the Euros. Yep. Currently playing. Who you just said? Well, he's finished up now. Oh, he's finished playing. Finished now. Yeah, he's finished playing. Still playing somewhere else. He's still like he's still got a career, but he's not playing. He's not playing for Italy, though. No. But he's got the highest appearances for Italy in the Euros. Cracking question. In the Euros. <laughs> yep. I don't know a single player that's played for Italy. You don't know a single player that's played for Liverpool, mate. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still playing? 
Yeah, still playing. Um, didn't play for Italy though. This mm. these Euros. I got it. Surely it has to be. Surely. Yeah, that's, that's the same one. I'm sure. Uh, Buffon. Ligori. <laughs> I had Buffon as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So we got one more, don't we? Yeah. The first one. Ask it again. All right. Which player? This is the worst is trivia round ever. Player, yeah. Sorry, I thought it was going to go better. <laughs> to have a positive record against yeah, LeBron James, record. Michael Jordan. Can I just choose Roscoe? And I'll just choose not to answer this because we're, we're safe. safe. If I get a right, but we're tied up. Yep. Yep. Oh, I like that. I'll give my answer anyway. But I can't think of the bloke's name that I want to say. He's the new coach of the Mavs. Jason uh, Kidd. Kidd. No. What's all that? He didn't play against Jordan, did he? I don't know. I thought he... Uh, he well, might have done early on. He might have oh, done early yeah. on. That's when what I thought. For New Jersey. Yeah, that's where I thought he might have played against him. Yeah. Now it's Chauncey Billups. I had Chauncey yeah. Billups written there. Oh, did you? I was going to say, yeah. Qua- was Kwame was Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I was almost... Well, when you said he was up for a coaching position, because I had Dirk written down first. I thought well, it was, Yeah, I thought it was collective... Yeah, and so I was going to say Shaq I was as a collective because he did not play. He only played against Jordan, mm. and he would have only played because he played with LeBron. Yep, and he but said he, against he, him at he would have yeah, played yeah, against yeah, him yeah. in Miami, and so he would have had a winning record from there, mm. winning with Dwayne Wade. But I don't think and he against had, Kobe. I don't reckon he would have had a winning record against Kobe, but he only played him like once or twice in the finals. In the final, yeah. In the playoffs. When they played. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. in the playoffs on that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was so far away on that question. Oh, I wasn't. So All right. Four and fourth. Thank you very much. Right, eh? Thanks for coming. Well, I don't know how you, you always get so well in the quiz, mate. Because you were showing him the answers. I told you. You know me, mate, mate. I read books. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Read books. <laughs> read books. Very <laughs> good. Right. Well done. So, come back next week. So Snaker, you're up for a hot you're sauce. You're the quiz master. Oh, I'll, I'll be doing that, are we? There's no sauce in there, actually. Okay. Get the spoon yeah, out. Yeah, we'll just wait for, for Snaker we'll to come back. just talk shit while yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, boys. I thought those questions were right. No, it was all right. The first one I should have had last. Maybe should have had a last, yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah. I did find it last. Or we'll have one of the number ones last as like yeah. a tiebreaker. Mm. Yeah. I did have a couple yeah. tiebreaker questions. So are we still no, doing the, you know, if someone makes a mistake? Well, come on. Coxie was Quizmaster last, uh, this week. Yeah, so we're not doing that? Yeah, no. We, no. we can't allow Coxie to be Quizmaster anymore. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> but after that, mate. Yeah. That mean, well, that means Snakeo's Quizmaster next week. He'll be Quizmaster every second week the way he's going. Oh, he can't find the source. How ironic. Don't worry, Mitchell. You can just do it next week, mate. You can just double up next week, mate. Yeah. yeah. Just do it do next it, week. Do it before the Run overboard. Yeah. Great uh, episode, no, it's boys. Actually really Adam, good episode. Adam was a pleasure. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome so to much, talk about um, a sport that probably yeah. doesn't get a lot of limelight. Well, that, so that's what I was thinking. Was like, well. Something different. 
Yeah. 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 It's a good way to lead into the pod. It gets great, yeah. Hopefully we can good get a bit sport of traction for, for that sport too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even even a bit of traction towards the Olympic. No, 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 no. No, put it away. No, no, do no, it, put it away. No, 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 no. Do the proper one next week. We'll film it and put it on the page. Do the proper one next week. Well, thanks again to everyone that's listening. Yep. Had a crack in that this week and leave him be better next week. Man. Thanks, Stoker boys, for it. getting Adam on. That was Stoker good. said he's going to do it under the tongue next week before no, the pod starts. So never said that once. He's going to come in hot. No special <laughs> guest next week, but working on one for the week after. So it's good tonight. And yep. um, Will next week, I think. <laughs> no, no, we won't worry about Will just yet. <laughs> we'll save him up. Because he's, bl- he's blocked you on Facebook. Maybe for a special, maybe for the 100th ep after he's won a couple of, couple of medals. Got Dally M under his belt. Yeah. Yeah. Righto. Thanks, oh, thanks everyone. Guys. Thank you. Thanks, thanks guys. Thanks.